Welcome back to another episode of Diabetics Doing Things. What's coming after this announcement is the January recap for 2021. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Eritrea and I just talking for a few minutes about all the things that happened in January, specifically around More Than a Diabetic, which is our amazing project that concluded season one, or I guess part one. But we're going to continue to keep that series alive throughout the year and make it more of an ongoing project. So hope you guys enjoy that. And if you want to subscribe to the Drip newsletter, which is our monthly newsletter, which goes out prior to the release of our Roundup podcasts, just go to DiabeticsDoingThings.com and do that. Hope everyone out there is safe and your families are well. Wishing you guys the best in whatever it is that you're doing for February. Enjoy. Yo, what's got? What's up? Wow, I can't talk. Uh, welcome back to Diabetics Doing Things. What's happening? Hey, 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 guys. We're back. We are back, and uh, my blood sugar is a little bit higher than uh, than prescribed by doctors normally. I'm like two thirty seven right now, so I'm having a little bit of a having a little bit of a weird diabetes day. How about yourself? Uh, not so bad. What is my blood? Let's see. Let's do a check in. What's your? Let's look at blood sugar in fun. real time. Yeah. Oh, it's two fifty eight. I look uh, at us fail. go. <laughs> <laughs> the worst uh, diabetics ever. Those A one Cs going up. I have insulin on board. Same. I have insulin on board. I just, I mean, whatever. Well, that, that just adds to my persona, the host with the most insulin on board. Wow, what a <laughs> what a world that I, that we live in. Uh, it's been a busy January. This is our January roundup. We're recording February first, two thousand twenty one. We actually have got some really cool stuff that we really have never done before via diabetics doing things uh, that we did last Friday with Medtronic Diabetes and very special guest Lauren yeah. Cox from the WNBA's Indiana Fever. Also a, for local people listening, a Baylor Bears, a Lady Bears alumni and national champion basketball player. So she's one of our people too. She's from the county. Like they, they're from Flomo. They're from Flower Mound. Flower so, Mound. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so her and her peeps. mom uh, were, or we were around. We had a very socially distant, very COVID safe. Thanks to Eritrea was our COVID monitor for the shoot, but we had a great shoot last week. I uh, can't wait to release some of that stuff to you guys. It's going to be really cool. The real star there, I know Lauren was the one we're supposed to be fangirling on, but the mom, her mom was so amazing. Not enough words to be said for Mrs. Cox. Yeah, Mrs. Cox uh, crushed it. And as usual, with type 1 diabetes moms are just, uh, they're a different breed, diff a different animal, the goat. And she not only yeah. has Lauren, but uh, their other daughter, Whitney, lives with diabetes as well. And was diagnosed a little bit later in her life than, uh, than Lauren was. But shout out to all of our, our D moms, our T1D moms listening. Uh, you guys are, are the goats, like we said. Where would we be without you? Uh, okay, so what's been going on in January? Hopefully, you guys have tuned into and listened to More Than a Diabetic, which was our four-part series. And this is really just part one. We want More Than a Diabetic to live on um, in perpetuity, sort of, but this is at least drop one of what that looks like. And it's about eight hours total of, of episodes and interviews, really panels with people from the diabetes community talking about really important topics around medical racism, representation in the diabetes community, things that people say to people of color with diabetes uh, online, and what we can all do to be more inclusive, uh, to have better representation, and honestly, just more seats at the table for our BIPOC diabetes community members, it's, and which I think was really important. Yeah, just, or just content for everyone. Yeah. Um, I noticed. Okay. So I re listened to episode four yesterday while I was like folding laundry because 
even if you've listened to the episode once, there'll be something that you missed or whatever. And I just, I keep coming back and learning so much from these people that I already have relationships with. So it's interesting even for me to hear Cherise tell the story of when she first met you or to hear Felissa's story of when she was first diagnosed and then um, Priya's story of being in the, in the community. So there's just a lot of really special moments there that I think people are always constantly saying that we don't have these conversations, but now they're recorded and for you they on exist. our platform. <laughs> so yeah, definitely check them out. I agree. Going through, so I had notes when we recorded them all, I wasn't doing a whole lot of talking, which was great. I was just taking notes and also trying to kind of block the narrative about what the episode was going to be about and help with my editing process. And then going through again, as I was editing them, having so spending a lot of time with those episodes, uh, just pulling out some of those nuggets. And I also got something different every time. So, you know, I think it's dense enough content to definitely revisit. And, um, you know, the I think the important thing is that, like you said, the conversations are being had, they exist, you can point people to them. And that's a great start for work that we've got to do uh, here on this platform. So looking well, forward to more of that. at the beginning of it being like Black History Month. And I know that you and I have talked about before amongst ourselves, how it shouldn't just be a whole month. And this project wasn't put together for the purposes of Black history. But if you are looking to consume content during February that amplifies people of color and could teach you something, this would definitely be it. Um, if there's a road trip you're going on or even if you're doing like your duties at home, like you're cleaning or changing your site or whatever, it's just really good listening content um, that I super love, but yeah. I'm biased. <laughs> you are biased. I'm biased too. But I think what's really important is a lot of the things that were mentioned by our panelists in those episodes about inviting black people, inviting people of color, inviting indigenous people to the table to talk about things other than their blackness or their color uh, and their you know struggle. I think what we've got to do, and, and I'm going to continue to, I think it was one of my big actionable takeaways from the series is bring in somebody to talk about fitness and health and wellness who just happens to be black. And I think that will add an entire layer of accessibility to those episodes, to those uh, panels. And, and I think they're not mutually exclusive, right? I think there's just more, when we talk about highlighting black voices, doing so in a way that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with their blackness, just with their abilities and their, and just to spotlight them and give them an opportunity as a creator. Yeah, absolutely. And then without minimizing their experience. So we know it's a lot, but it can be done. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it sounds like a lot, but it really, I think again, comes back to what are your intentions? Like, are you, are you really looking to solve a problem? Are you really looking to have good diverse programming or are you just checking a box or moving too fast or not really focused on the right thing? So while it does seem like a lot, I really don't think like it, it comes, it gets simpler and simpler as we go through. I don't think there's any reason to cloud it with like buzzwords or specific, uh, you know, boxes to put people in. I think the compartmentalization is a problem. So integrating everything into look at my programming. Is this accessible for everyone? And if not, what can I do to change that? It's, it's just a really simple, straightforward way of, of kind of getting through that. Yeah. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, I guess we have a new president. Yeah, we have a new president. No more Cheeto. Sorry, guys. You know, this is not a political podcast, but you know what? I'm happy to James or sorry, Joe Biden. The real importance here is Kamala Harris, but I'll take Joe, James, whatever his name is, and give me Kamala. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, for me, every president is flawed. 
and you know, I think the entire system is uh, is flawed. And I think like I also I hear you if you're like, well, you think a president's going to solve the, all your problems? Like you're wrong. It's like, yeah, I agree with you. But at the same time, I really love having somebody that I can hold accountable in a way that I feel they hear what we're saying. And the and I think that these first two weeks really of since the inauguration have been refreshing in that we are getting orders signed that, you know, reversing really toxic things like the Muslim ban, something is very passionate about for me personally, because some of my friends are Muslim and I don't want, and like they have family members that aren't able to come back in the United States. Uh, and so like seeing that lifted is like, okay, yeah, that absolutely is something that needs to go right away. So just seeing those little wins and kind of celebrating those certainly a lot to be done and holding Joe and Kamala accountable, I think is extremely important. And we really need to do that. But I also feel that if they get asked a question about it, they will at least attempt to answer it in a way that's productive. And um, just not having the president's Twitter living rent-free in my mind every day is just a, it's just a pleasant existence. I mean, don't get it twisted. You're not going to catch me out here wearing a 46 cap. Like I'm not going to be out here stand Joe Biden all day. I'm not, I'm not here for the, like, you know, for it. But at the same time, like you said, it is, I guess, nice to have a sense of normalcy to have, because the thing is a lot of us millennials specifically, we grew up in the Obama era. So we grew up with a president who was so bureaucratic, but still could shoot hoops. And we grew up with this, a certain type of leadership. And then it just went so differently for four well, years. And I mean, I think even if you were, you grew up in the Bush White House uh, or Clinton or, or Bush 43, I mean, you, you had a certain expectation of what the president was like. And when he spoke, it was important, it seemed. Uh, and I think we lost a lot of that over the last four years. But uh, hopefully, I think bringing a little bit more dignity to the office and a little bit more bureaucracy, like you said, uh, a little bit more politics, even more which, diversity, because have you seen this man's cabinet? Cabinet looks good. Uh, no more Alex Azar <laughs> the, oh my God. Uh, as the health and human services secretary. Uh, so, yeah, we're I think we're in good shape. Uh, is, are all of our problems fixed? No, absolutely not. But I think that there's a better team in place to move them forward. And uh, that's really what I'm focused on is how do we move forward? How do we heal? How do we grow? How do we do better? Uh, not just for people with diabetes, but just for the American people in general. So uh, I do better. I know I didn't even we didn't even talk about this before, but we should mention it. It's been a year since Kobe Bryant died. I know uh, that that was a I had a moment before because he died on my brother's birthday. Uh, so oh man, I'll remember like obviously uh, that'll be both days for me. So I was texting my brother, but the day before, I guess uh, the day before he passed, uh, I sat down and I have I have the Mama Mentality book uh, on my as my coffee table, and I just I spent some time reading it and I just felt so sad and I just remember the you know. I was playing golf the morning he died and then like learned about it on the way back to the house and just like what a wrench it threw in that entire month. Uh, and you know, ha really hanging over a shadow hanging over the year. And then also, you know, the over 400,000 people dead from COVID-19. Nice. I mean, just a, you know, you can kind of get into a little bit of a landslide emotionally if you really start to dig into that. So, um, digging into Kobe, um, I did an episode on my basketball bros podcast about, uh, about Kobe with my friend Muyad and Jonathan and, uh, just kind of let it all out. And so all my thoughts are there if you guys want to look that up. Uh, but yeah, I don't know, man, I miss Kobe Bryant for sure. And, uh, and Gianna and, and all of the other uh, folks who passed away last January, um, just a terrible, terrible thing. But so just such a weird way to go into quarantine, you know, and now we, here we are a whole year later in a completely different place. So I just think it's a really interesting 
Well, a completely different place, but also the same place. Kind of the same place. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, because for me personally, COVID really started when Kobe passed. Like for me, because that's when everything just started kind of like to snowball into this, sorry for lack of a better word, shitstorm that 2020 was. It started for me when Kobe passed and then everything just kind of went into it. So I just, I will never, it's interesting to be in a different place, but to still kind of be. Yeah, I think, um, you know, kind of moving through that, like I also just in the COVID um, space kind of updates there. I got my first dose of the vaccine uh, last week. So January 27th. So I have the Pfizer vaccine. So my next appointment is sometime in February uh, and I'll get dose number two, no side effects. So, um, you know, it's different for everyone that um, the vaccine rollout has been another sort of really uh, fumbled process. Uh, Hopefully it continues to get better uh, and we, you know, help people with access. But I know that there's legislation moving in New York about getting people with diabetes, uh, type one diabetes specifically moved into the priority group, which is good. Uh, hopefully that continues. And for uh, the rest of us, hopefully we uh, continue to, you know, people who want the vaccine can get it and, um, you know, remove some of that misinformation. So that's, uh, I'm going to be publishing a vlog in February about my first vaccine. Uh, You'll actually get to see the lady give me the vaccine on video. So you'll see it happen, which is kind of fun. And she was looking at me like, God, you're weird. But I was like, come on. I got She was like, this. why are you video ATV? She's like, excuse me, ma'am. I'm an influencer. I'm a she blogger. Did, she uh, she did not ask. I mean, I think it was like, I'm sure I was not the only one that has been doing that. But, um, you know, uh, if you guys really, if, if you have no other reason to get the vaccine other than you want a bunch of Instagram clout, that's what I would recommend you do because everybody, wow. everybody Rob loves the Instagram the, clout master, <laughs> the, uh, the vaccine post. So, uh, if that's the only reason you have that, that's a good one, but I don't know, I'm going to continue to advocate for public health. Uh, and for me, people with diabetes should get the vaccine just to be safe. Um, you know, especially if you have not had COVID-19 yet. We're going to have uh, Kendall Kidder Goshorn, the sweet librarian, on the pod in February to talk about uh, her experience with COVID. And so you'll hear some COVID from another diabetes influencer, an awesome person in the space that I've been trying to get on this podcast for like five years. So um, yeah, it'll be good to have the sweet librarian on. Kendall, you're awesome. I messed her. I was like, we like you. <laughs> yeah. She's so we great. Do. She's great. Um, so I got to get that on the books, but uh, some really great pods coming up, I think, and some really good takeovers. We're going to start doing podcasts with people who take over the Instagram on diabetics doing things. That was Eritrea's idea. I think it's a great way to just integrate more into these people, give them an opportunity to share their life, and then give you guys as the audience a behind the scenes look into what makes them tick. Let me ask them some questions. Eritrea is going to join as a producer on a lot of them. So it'll be both of us. And I think that's going to be exciting. I don't know. We're uh, continuing to evolve the pod. We've had some good brainstorms about some different style podcasts that we have not done yet that are things that are interesting to both Eritrea and I, and hopefully to you guys. And I'll give you a little teaser. We're going to look at some diabetes characters in media and in pop culture. So movie characters, TV show characters, and talk a little bit about maybe even give them a ranking like the, the, the top oh diabetes characters, uh, you know, revolving reality, involving reality, like, uh, how real is this or, you know, what, what weird tropes do they like think that they're doing right, but they're not doing right. I think we've all seen the stock photo of the test strip that's like backwards and not connected. So uh, we're going to try to show uh, when, when showing diabetes goes wrong and hopefully right as well. So yeah. be some pretty interesting, uh, some pretty interesting analysis from us there. 
It's going to be a good time. I'm excited. I know I've been doing my whole deep dive and watching way too much TV as I usually do anyway, but it's been fun. It's so cool to see how we're represented in some places and how we're not in others and where people make mistakes and where they don't. So it's been cool. Definitely. So yeah, I mean, I think that kind of covers January. Go back and listen to More Than a Diabetic. We're going to continue to you know tell the stories of amazing people on this pod and dig into interesting stories. Uh, hopefully, we're going to continue to move forward through uh, you know our work in the pandemic, and so that we can all gather and see each other uh, down the road. I'm, I'm hoping that in the next year that that'll be a thing that happens for us. Uh, in the meantime, you know, support Black creators this month. Uh, go consume some content and buy some stuff from people that you haven't bought from before, and that's going to be a way that we support some folks and uh, hear some stories. And just remember, like. While February is technically Black History Month, uh, it's oh, it, you, that doesn't mean you don't get to support Black people on the other months. So I think that's an important thing that I really you know, want. Uh, March to- is Women's Month. Like, does that mean y'all hate women the rest of the months? Y'all don't see a girl on the other months? Like, what? What? Why do these? Yeah, Women's History exist? Month. All those things. Yeah, it, it's um, themed months are marketing inventions, but. Um, you know, I think underneath them is a lot of good intention. So if we just focus on that and I think that's I mean, where- Think about it, okay, marketing wise and just to be the devil's advocate, annoying human being that I am, February is about Valentine's Day. Like y'all should have made that Women's Month. Why would, see, like- You think somebody was just like Valentine's Day, chocolate, Black History Month. That was their like you. logical thinking, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, that's for sure a hateable thing. But I was like, you know, maybe maybe it's that simple. Uh, but I agree. Uh, on that note- Do you have a Valentine's Day? Uh, do you and Hassan have a Valentine's Day- like tradition that you guys do? Um, well, my love language is our um, gifts and words of affirmation. So just buy me things and tell me I'm pretty. So Valentine's Day was like a holiday that was made for light skin me. Um, I think our traditions are just like eat food, hang out. I mean, but that's what we do all the time. Not really. What about you guys? Yeah. Uh, our thing is pretty simple. And Erica is very simple. I think like, you know, feed her pizza and tell me, tell her she's pretty. That's the key. So uh, we get serious pizza from uh, serious pizza in Dallas and deep Elm every year. On, Ooh, those, uh, those boxes of pizza are huge. How much huge. do you post for one slice? My God, it's so much like there's, so, and usually I used to, with my Afrezza be able to like, you know, use auto mode on my, on my Medtronic and then Afrezza, but I, my insurance stopped covering Afrezza, which is a huge bummer. Well, but, I'm glad serious pizza is open. <laughs> yeah. I, I think they're still open. I think we, <laughs> I got to make sure that they are, but um, yeah, like they, their pizza boxes for those who don't know or are not from Dallas like each of their slices is like a foot long uh, or more and their boxes are like the size of my desk so I have to like put them in my car crooked because they don't fit so it's wild it's a good time they're cool but that place is awesome because you can get 40 they they sell uh 45s like the bottles not that I would know or that I've ever been but right Fair. Okay. Yeah, serious pizza is awesome. That's what a cute little Dallas tradition you have for it. Yeah, I used to go. I used to walk one year. I, like the first year, I think we did it was like 2014, maybe and maybe 15. And I like walked to get it because I lived in Deep Ellum, and it was so windy that I almost like blew away with the giant pizza box. Really stupid, but yeah. You look like the thing at the front of the car dealership. Just that was. I was like being chased around, I looked like a giant kite. It was terrible. Anyway, we're way off topic, but thank you guys for listening to the January Roundup. Keep it locked. We're going to have some really cool stuff for you going forward. And I'd love to hear from you on your takeaways from More Than a Diabetic. I think there's been a lot of comments. Also, shout out to the new accounts that have shared the post that I didn't uh, know about. It's nice to meet you guys. Nice to see you guys. And um, yeah, I'm excited for what we've got to come. And you know, happy February and continue to be a nice person. Test that blood sugar and 
don't judge yourself too hard if you're in the 200s during a podcast recording. It's fine. You're totally fine. Have a great Valentine's. I hope you all have Valentine's. If not, I'll be your Valentine. You can yeah. If, if you need Valentine's messages from diabetics doing things, just go ahead and message us. Yes. Yeah. I love that. I'm, maybe I'll send out some Valentine's messages to people. We have some really great followers. So yeah, maybe I'll do that. Yeah. Maybe we just came up with what we're doing for Valentine's Day. That's fun. There you go. All right. Bye guys. <laughs>